where once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the Jack Donahue of this podcast. Yo, I am your co-host, Jordan, the Tracy Jordan of this podcast. <laughs> and I'm Kevin, your telehost, and I'm the Matt Damon in a in a guest star for a couple episodes role of this podcast. Oh, he was the pilot. He was so sweet. Yeah, he was only in the pilot. Oh, yeah. So right. I, I don't, think, uh, I don't yeah. think that's it's fair to include him. But uh, welcome to Ninjas vs. Podcast, a show where once a week we answer questions sent in by you, the listener. Would you rather and versus type questions and argue them out here on the show. And so, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Thank you so much to everyone who sent in questions after our plea last week. Uh, we we got some good ones. We're still we're still looking for more, but we have something to work with. So thank you very much, everyone. Our first question comes to us from Elise Hertzing, who wants to know: Friday by Rebecca Black versus Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. Rick Roll. Which is more annoying? We just got Go. Rick Roll on our own podcast. Uh, just got Rick Roll. Remember, never let you down. Remember when I vowed that we would never get Rickrolled? That we just—I just broke my I campaign don't promise. That vow. I say, I say it every every time before we record. I say, "Don't worry, guys. Never we're not get Rickrolled." Rick yeah. Never us. You always think it can never happen to you. Yeah, and then somebody steals your credit card and buys Rick Astley albums with it, which isn't the end of the world. Um. I I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and and say that I've I don't know the the song Friday by Rebecca Black. How did you avoid what? that? How did you not? It was all over the internet for like three weeks, Kevin. Those must have been the three weeks that I was in a coma. You remember that? That oh, was yeah. unfortunate. Um, yeah, but I, I I was at your bedside and I I woke you up by singing Friday. You would you would passed out on Monday. Oh gosh, this is terrible. And you came to uh, three weeks later on a Friday. I'm listening to so. it right now. This is awful. <laughs> oh oh gosh. Oh no. Oh, this is terrible. Kevin is Kevin's going to Kevin educate is live himself. Vlogging the Friday song right now. That is awful. I listened to 20 seconds of that song. Oh, uh, you missed oh, the man. bridge where she's like. It's Monday, and then tomorrow's Tuesday, and then Wednesday <laughs> follows that, and then there's Thursday, and then it's well, Friday, Friday. It's well, wait, but that's very informative, though. It is. It, it's like, oh, yeah, that's it teaches, I, that's it teaches the, the redeeming kids. quality of the song. Well, not even the kids. Like, what if what if you just have like a really existential moment, and you're like, I don't even know what day it is, or what day comes after today, or when Friday is, because everybody's working for the weekend. Uh, and so you need to know when Friday comes. That's a good point. Actually, here's my opinion. Looking forward to the weekend, according to Rebecca Black. Friday, Friday. <laughs> my opinion is that like Friday isn't that bad. Like it's it's pretty awful lyrically and whatever. But there are worse songs out there. There are like crazy experimental stuff people like breaking jars over their heads that you know i'd I'd rather listen to friday than that but my big problem with it is that it was just so viral it got everywhere so fast and then it was just really hard to clean up and you couldn't go anywhere without hearing people singing it on the street playing on the radio because like oh this is so bad and like well you keep listening to it but then, 24/7. then we got the wealth of uh, heavy metal and dubstep covers, and it was okay. I... The sa- does the anybody actually know what what dubstep good. is? Yeah, it's wub wub wub. It's um, and then you you break it down. It's what came before the modem noise for dial-up, <laughs> essentially. Just all of that. That was great, though. Yeah. Whereas, if I get Rick rolled, like, if somebody sets it up well. That, that's pretty funny. You can be like, at you got you me, got me. Yep. you got, you got me. me. You know, you you are better at the internet than I am. So every Rick Rolling, I you know, that's more of a learning experience. You're learning how to 
avoid clicking on links that you should never be clicking on. Because yeah. who knows what's going to be behind the next link. It could be much worse. That's a good point. But the thing I'm is, sorry, I'm I'm reading the 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 history to the writing of Friday. <laughs> Friday co-writer Patrick Wilson explained that I wrote the lyrics on a Thursday night going into Friday. I was writing different songs all night and was like, "Wow, I've been up a long time and it's Friday." And I was like, "Wow, it is Friday." End quote. Deep thoughts. <laughs> you have to you have to buy the album to get those liner notes. Gosh, that is that cuts. is really deep though. That's you know, why you guys like, need to listen to this podcast. We wow, will, it, we will it dish is out some deep Friday cuts. <laughs> uh, See, but the thing is, as as much as we don't like being Rickrolled, it's not a bad song. It's a it's a pretty decent. Song. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, it's catchy. I oh think yeah. The only reason people hate it is because it's catchy. Whereas people hate Friday because it's legitimately poorly sung. Like, <laughs> and the lyrics are awful, and the music video is quite possibly takes the cake as being like the absolutely worst thing about it, it promotes it promotes middle schoolers driving around without their license and at night well, that's also what we need, brought right? us the christian cover version called it's sunday which was even worse oh man <sighs> that's almost as bad as baby got book the <laughs> you think got back bible you're, cover you're thinking saw great. his face that was great now i'm a believer <sighs> I sang that oh, in second grade. It was bad. <laughs> I missed all of these things. I'm so glad. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know how I did. Your parents didn't force you to be in a Sunday school choral group, I guess. Wait, you sang that in four-part harmony? You uh, sang I'm a Believer in four-part harmony? Yeah. And then we... the Just the we also um, did Shrek a, medley. We also did the hop. <laughs> From the end Let's of the all do the hop. The hallelujah hop. Oh, baby. Ha! Um, was this was this at your was that this at the Mennonite school? No, was it... this was at a uh, Nazarene church. They, uh, yeah, they don't dance uh, at the Mennonite the, school. The uh, our 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 instructor slash you know choral director we referred to her as Colonel Cargyle because she literally was like a drill sergeant. She was that Hallelujah Hop had to be just so. <laughs> she was voracious. These are all good points. So, so final I think, vote. I think it's a pretty easy decision. Yeah. Are we all on uh, the Rick Astley bandwagon here? Uh, I I I never got off it. it Kevin, is unless Kevin, you want to make some like argument for Friday. Friday, the the Friday Virgin after I mean, after this crash course. You what? How do you feel? You did just listen to me. I mean, you you witnessed you know the first listening. Someone you know nubilely listening. We are to Friday. all witnesses. It, we this is are like watching a baby, kipnesses. listening to a baby open its eyes for the first time. <laughs> you are, it's like you hear it? watching you hear a baby eyelashes? listen to Friday for the first time. Um, while it is very informative, I mean, Rick Astley, is, he's got that classic crooner in him, you know? He's got some bass. He's, he's got some mad dance moves as well. And, uh, you know, it's, it's promoting fidelity and... Yeah. He's promoting monogamous relationships. Yeah, he's never going to give you up. Even well, he's never going to let you down. He's never going to turn around and desert you. Well, but that that point. actually, like, if you if you cast that in a different light, that's actually really creepy. Like, what if he? What if he's? Mm. You know, what if he's just like a guy that you know? What if he's, he's a stalker? He's not actually. Yeah, he's not actually your boyfriend. Like, I'm never going to give you up. I'm never going to let you down. From a tree, I guess that huh. he kidnapped. That he had a he had a snare, you know, rigged up. In yeah, the tree but Kevin, you're... Kevin, you're forgetting the fact that if if a stalker is good looking, it doesn't matter. I don't know if that's true. I was told that because I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right, Kevin, we need a vote. Um, I, I'm going Friday because I, at least she's not she's not stalking. She's just looking at a calendar. She's not trying to hey, stalk you Rick and, and tie you up into a tree. Stalker here. That sounds libelous. Uh, Rick Astley is singing that to every woman in the nation, and that's creepy. That's true. That's you know people are just passing that along, and you know that he means it. You can see it in his eyes. I don't trust a man like that. I'm going Friday. I would rather have the calendar affirming vapid tunes of friday rather than the the enemy of women rick astley 
Jordan? I already said. Oh, yeah. You're on the Rick Astley train. And I am on that train as well. So thank you very much, Elise, for your question. We're never going to give you up. We're never going to let you down. We're never going to turn around and hurt you. Thank you so much for your question. Up next, we have a question from Amy Zimmerman. Amy wants to know, would you rather spend a day with Captain Crunch or the Lucky Charms Leprechaun? Go. Um, see, my, my initial thoughts were to go Lucky Charms Leprechaun because, you know, I could possibly steal his pot of gold. But mm, I think yeah. he's... Yep, but then he's going to bite you. Yeah, and Leprechaun bites, they itch. They don't stop itching only until you. Never, only until you turn. They into never a stop itching. Right. Yeah, unless you consent to become a leprechaun. And little known and fact: Rick Astley is a leprechaun, and he's actually referring to leprechaun bites when he's talking about never giving up. All of, all of these things are true. Here's my problem with the captain. He's gonna keep crunchitizing everything. Like those commercials where he just like bursts through the wall with his big old shit. Yeah, I was going to say. And then like he's... turns everything into like crunch and crunch berries. He's... Like that's that's traumatic. Well, that's... Second How do you turn only that back? to the Kool-Aid man in terms of property damage. Well, Kool-Aid man at least doesn't like turn all of your water into Kool-Aid. Like it... well, it's he comes in and like turns your cabinets into Crunchberry. Yeah, well, you can look at it two ways. You can look at it as a flavor imperialism, where he just comes to you know colonize everything into flavor country, or b that he's saving the world from dull flavorless cereal. That's true. He is a crusader mm. for also, flavor. Let's not forget that he is transforming at least some of your furniture into peanut butter crunch. Which, Ooh, if you have cocoa puffs, God. you can mix it with the peanut butter crunch, and then you have Reese's puffs. And then instead of buying Reese's Puffs, you actually bought two cereals, so you spent more money. But you got twice so... as much, Kevin. Twice as much. Um. So, well, you know, I mean, the Lucky Charms Leprechaun is like family for me, so that would be like, that would basically just be like Thanksgiving, you know, me and him hanging out. Oh, yeah. Um. But, I don't know, I, I Captain Crunch, he's got a whole ship for you, you know. You can live on that ship. The leprechaun, the Lucky Charms leprechaun, he's a homeless vagabond. And if you hang out with him, you're just going to be trekking through endless forests in haggard clothes. It's going to turn into a Dickens novel for you. But And Hagrid's clothes. Have we, right. <laughs> have we considered the captain's naval career here? Oh, oh you tell. Like, how did, how did he become a captain? I mean... For all I know, he could have become captain by like marooning Toucan Sam on a uh, on a deserted island where all Toucan Sam could eat was like Fruit Loops, and then he went mad. Actually, th this is true. <laughs> he was originally Admiral Crunch, um, but he was kind of busted down because of his involvement in the Bay of Pigs invasion uh, um, and hmm. how that didn't really go so well. Um, he tried to crunchitize Fidel Castro. Um, but the cigar just wouldn't go. It just would not crunchitize. Um, and for that, JFK busted him down. And I think he was involved in, in the Lee Harvey Oswald plot. You know, others believe that it, it's a uh, an actual Dread Pirate Roberts type situation, whereas that, that was the original Captain Crunch. But they're has continued to be more and more Captain Crunches as the uh, as the original dies and their first mate oh. takes their place. So if like if you kill Captain Crunch, you become Captain Crunch, like a Highlander type scenario. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that's okay. fair game. Okay. Um, Advantage for Captain Crunch, he brings the cereal to you. You gotta catch those lucky mm, charms. That's true. But don't you feel and, like you've accomplished something after you've caught those lucky charms? I mean, I'm going to be honest, I prefer the cereal bits to the marshmallows. What? So, I could I could I could care less. What? Yeah, I don't know if I can get I like that. I like the milk to get all sugary from the marshmallows, but 
I kind of like eat the marshmallows first so that I can enjoy the marinated. Why don't you just uh, eat alphabets then? Uh, well, it's a great question. I'll address it a different time. Because <laughs> it doesn't get the sugar. Why don't you just get alphabets and pour sugar on them? Well, not everybody's family's wallets are made of sugar, Jordan. Okay, but here's the deal. <laughs> Another point for Captain Crunch. Uh, Captain Crunch has been into space. Uh, Ooh, there I was a that. Yeah, there was the short-lived Galactic Crunch, which I hope we all remember. Galactic um, Crunch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there are varieties. Right, so you've of, got... Of all kinds of crunches. Yeah, you've got uh, Oops All Berries. We remember that blunder. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was... Oh, man. That was, that was a good marketing ploy. Oh, it was terrifying. Um that almost lost Captain Crunch his, his captainship. He almost lost his ship, the HMS flavor. Um, Deep Sea Crunch, uh, when he when his his uh, boat became, I believe, a submarine type scenario. Um, yeah, and, and the shark ate him. <laughs> uh, that was yeah. His brief but he crunchitizes the shark. Yeah. Deep blue sea goofs here. Uh, nobody's gonna get that. All right, continue. No, wait, everybody's <laughs> gonna get that. Come on. Uh, a shark ate me. Um. Ooh, home run crunch. He's connected to baseball. I, I don't know. I feel like Captain Crunch, for better or for worse, has himself ensconced into the culture of America. Uh. Lucky Charms Leprechaun is always going to be an import, you know? Um, he's not a naturalized citizen, yeah. I don't believe. Do, has anyone seen oh. his his, bir- his uh, green card or well, he any has sort a, of passport? He's got plenty of green. Hey, whoa. That's true. Uh, I hear his first name see, is, like, Hussein. That's, uh, I'm just worried about certificate. what's going to happen to our Lucky Charms supply if another potato famine happens. How are we gonna? How are well, we gonna be able to remain count? In, remain intact. How how are we gonna? I don't. How are we I gonna... don't think the marshmallows are made from potatoes. So I think we're gonna be all right. Potatoes. 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 <laughs> um. So final vote. Uh, I will vote for the good captain uh, because he's a member of our American military forces, and also I'm voting against. Uh, the Lucky Charm Leprechaun, because he is an imp, and I'm pretty sure his cereal is some type of satanic plot to turn the children of America against their parents. So, Kevin, I think I gotta go the Captain because if you look into that Lucky Charms Leprechaun's eyes, there's nothing but hate for you and all your family because I'm you've pretty got, sure he's you've a got racist. His Lucky Charms. I think, yeah, and I think there's a little bit of racism in there as well. When you look into the captain's eyes, you see nothing but solid leadership. See, in the captain's eyes, you're just another member of his crew. Right. That's a good point. You're going to swab, you know, swab that Crunchberry poop deck. And you're going to earn. everything's going to be cool. You're going to earn your Navy stripes. I really hope that's not a variety of the cereal. (laughs) Crunchberry poop deck. Crunchberry poop deck. Uh, (laughs) Hey. General Mills, go ahead and take that one. That's free. And I will go with Captain Crunch as well because, I mean, you know, he's he's earned that captainhood. And when I got those Lucky Charms that were supposed to have the, the rainbows that would, like, light up whenever you put them in your milk, it never really worked for me, so... Suck it, Lucky Charms. No way. So, thank you. Captain Crunch's full name is Horatio Magellan Crunch. That is so boss. Wait, really? Yeah, look it up on Wikipedia. Find that somewhere? Yeah. Oh, if it's on the Pedia. Yeah, of course it's This is for podcast, a Wikipedia podcast. Um, so, thank you very much, Amy. Up next, we have a question from Zachary Bailey, which is oddly appropriate to our conversations on the Lucky Charm Leprechaun. He wants to know... Scotland versus Ireland, just in general, accents, actors, that sort of thing. Well, I am, I am very German, but with a little Scot Irish, so I believe I can, I can speak to this. I got, I got both of them. You got both of them, and the oppressors. They're just screaming and the for Avengers. dominance at all times. <laughs> now, Scotland, Scotland's got 
Scotland's got Braveheart. You know, it's the the rich tradition and the bagpipes and the kilts and the freedom and the war paint and all that jazz. And what does what does Ireland have? Uh, just a whole bunch Booze? of really drunk, really sad plays people. about people who are not able to overcome adversity. Can we step aside and talk about James Joyce for a little while and how crazy he is? Uh, if was that is was he working into your argument, was he Scottish or Irish? I believe he was Irish. Jay he wrote Joy? Dubliners, did he not? Among yeah, among his other works, but like Finnegan's Wake, that 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 it makes no sense. I I don't want to have to have a doctorate in Irishology to be able to read your book, Mister Joyce. Also, you wrote some real dirty letters to your wife, and I. Did it's not want wife. to read those. So. You didn't have to. They weren't meant for you. I know, but they were still it, real dirty. Oh, they were. They were about farts. Yeah. Let's just put that out there. Is that right? Like how delightful it is to love a woman who farts. Yeah. It was. It goes dirtier than um, that. I don't recommend our readers, actually, or listeners, I should say, actually look up James Joyce's love letters. I don't recommend our listeners becoming readers. Yeah. <laughs> man, man's just calling it like it is. All right. And that's what you get with the Irish. You're just calling it like it is. Whereas, on the other hand, Scotland has Robert Burns. Does Do they not? They've got hummus. No, not hummus. Haggis. they got haggis. <laughs> they just have so much hummus. They're, they have they're haggis. Very, very health food conscious. Uh, a delicious there. food made, made from sheep's stomach. sheep stomach, which is disgusting. No, cooked in the sheep Yo, stomach. Yeah, but it's like... It's it's stuffed with all delicious sorts of things. No, I don't care what you stuff it with. It's still sheep stomach. That's uh, gross. The national stomach. sport of Scotland is caber tossing, which is the manliest of all sports. Your stomach is where food is supposed to go. It's not where you're supposed <laughs> to put food. It's oh gosh, you it's you've turned it into a horrible. No, it's exactly where you're supposed to put like, food. Like no, oh gosh. You can't turn into food the thing that's supposed to you're supposed to put food in. You can't do it. Yo, Kevin, I heard you like stomachs, so we put a stomach in your stomach so you can digest while you digest. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at uh, Irish actors, and there's a lot of great Irish actors out there. Uh, I love Brandon oh, Gleeson. I'm I'm not even gonna. He is great. I'm not even going to hide that love. Uh, uh, Kenneth Branagh, everybody. Is he Irish? Oh, yeah. wow. He is, he is a ham. He is a ham, uh, but I think right. it's maybe he was Maybe he was good in Harry Potter, but his Shakespeare movies are just kind of... They're, they're a little out. Kind of uh, great. But As also, you like it in Japan with sumo wrestling, please. You know what Kenneth Branagh also directed, though? Thor. The Avengers. Or no, Thor, Thor, or whatever. Wait, just Thor. what? Yeah, Kenneth really? Branagh yeah, directed yeah, Thor. Did. So that's why they were using those those uh, Shakespearean couplets. Yeah, yep. that's why they spoke in rhymed couplet. It was actually originally a stage play. The entire the entire movie was an iambic pentameter. Even the fight scenes, <laughs> they they kicked in iambic pentameter. It was impressive. Stress stress kick unstressed kick stress kick unstressed kick. Um, Liam Neeson. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Killian Murphy. Is it Killian or Cillian? It's Killian. Like the beer? Yes, which Even is not better. from Ireland. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's an American beer. Uh, I will scrabble challenge that. All right, go for it. Who is the Who is the crazy guy in Braveheart? Because that's one Irishman that was like really weird. The one that they find in the woods, and he's like, "They're my islands. I have a lot of knives. I'm gonna run around." <laughs> uh, I feel like he's not speaking very, very uh. Highly of his countrymen. I don't know, but there's, there's an equally great amount of great Scottish actors like Ewan McGregor and Gerard Butler and Gerard Robbie Coltrane, Butler. Sir Sean Connery, Brian Cox. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, I'm, you're, I'm just, you're forgetting one. I, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm scrolling through here. Craig Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, for Ireland, my man McDonough is Irish. Martin McDonough is my 
my my bread and butter. He's he's gotten me some cash money bling bling for for writing about his plays. So I've got to throw him a bone. But even then, he's you know he's painting it as it is, like just a, a lot a lot of violence there. There's there are the troubles. Ireland had the troubles. Scotland just their their troubles were like, oh, I'm trying to sleep, but somebody's got a bagpipe. Uh, no, <laughs> I gotta you practice. Seen Braveheart, I gotta get that please. drone down. They uh they were on the front lines of English opposition. Yeah, yeah and they didn't you see Braveheart? So brave. Isn't that the one where it's like they chase down the dragon? No, and they're like it's the one. Out the heart, the bring heart. down the beast. It's the one where where Great Britain is invading. Um, I'm thinking and, of Reign of Fire. Um, a drunk Irishman comes up and joins the Scotsman. And they no no it's the one where they the, Britain invades and then they sign the Declaration of Independence and somebody gets somebody's son. You're thinking killed. of the Patriot. You're thinking of the Patriot. Oh, that's what I'm. Completely different movie. But the same, right? You're thinking of the, thinking of... the John Adams. Wait, bio. no, isn't isn't Braveheart the one where where Mel Gibson is? He's got this car, and it's like a post-apocalyptic future, and they're trying to find gas. And now you're thinking just... a Lethal Weapon. Oh man, I'm getting too old for this crap. Uh... <laughs> um, Colin Farrell, also Irish, is not a great actor but that's okay he was good in stuff he looks good you know what irish people don't look good in though what's that sunlight oh that's true the scots the scots kevin you know this firsthand oh yeah but that's the thing the sun is something that we're gonna phase out in 2013 so it's not really that big a deal. you guys are just ahead of the game yeah so don't worry about that um let me ask you this go which people group is more prepared to deal with the impending snakes on a plane apocalypse. Ireland? No, because Ireland, they don't know. Uh, They've never is... seen snakes in Ireland. They don't know how to deal with snakes. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you. Thank you, St. Patrick's goof. Uh, no, he was, uh, what was he, French or something? I, I don't can't know. remember, to be honest. Yeah, what, so what What do they even do for themselves? Um, Just sit back, relax, and let the snakes leave. No, yeah. Kevin, they you've got you've to defend your people some, because it's looking pretty Scottish here today. They sit back, relax, and have a pint. What is better than that? Uh, there is no let me better tell you t- what's better than that. Scotch. Scotch is better than that. <laughs> Scotch is not from Scotland. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. Scotch is from Scotch Scotland. Is from Scotch Scotland. Is from Scotch Scotland. is short for Scotch whiskey, which was made by the Scotch Tape Corporation. Scotch tape. That is. Is true. there any Irish tape, Kevin? If it is, it probably uses Guinness, which is a great <laughs> tape. Great tape, less filling. But no, I mean, who who is the who is the friendlier of the drinking folk? It's Irish people. I don't think that's true. Um, have you seen the Boondock Saints? Uh, have you seen Green Street Hooligans? Great guys. Have you all seen? Of them great guys. None yes, of them are I Scottish. They're all English. Leave them out of this. Nobody likes the English. No, the P.S. I love you guy. Is he Scottish or Irish? I don't know. Uh, he's Irish, I think. I'm gonna look this up because this decides my vote. Who was that? Colin well, Firth. My vote. Not the actual guy. The guy and the guy. Oh. If guy we're going to final votes, I can Wait, what? go ahead and cast mine right now. I'm I'm going with Scotland. Based on scotch, number one, the finest of all uh, liqueurs out there. Uh, and number two, uh, based on indie music, there are way better scotch indie bands than there are Irish ones. I mean, there's some decent Irish indie groups, uh, but, you know, man, Scotland has We Were Promised Jetpacks. And... Oh, but wait, you just proved yourself wrong. If you know about them, they're not indie bands. Well, no, so the I know that about them. The fact our, that you our don't know don't. any Irish bands... Means that there's tons of awesome indie. No, bands I know tons of Irish bands. You got U2 and ugh. yeah. It starts uh, and ends oh, good U2. point. And also, U2 is great. I cannot stand the Dropkick Murphys. That that right there just makes me never want to ever vote for Ireland. So Scotland all the way. Let's go Scots. Kevin, let's hear your defense. Uh, for Ireland. I'd... Uh, for for Ireland, um, you got those 
You got those castles and the Blarney Stone. You can get hepatitis all in the one The Blarney weekend. Stone is the great, is the grossest, greatest thing on the face exactly. of the planet. Exactly. You know, everything we said about the Lucky Charms leprechaun totally applies to Ireland. So, but here's the thing: how what other country has turned a, a potential hepatitis outbreak into the greatest tourist attraction of all time? Ireland. Uh, the Liberty Bell is pretty much the same thing. Yeah, but nobody licks the Liberty Bell. They uh, should, if but they don't. If you're real, real American, if you're real American, you just you've licked the Liberty you just, Bell. You you French kiss it right in that uh, right in the right crack, in that, right in that crack, right in that Liberty Zone. <laughs> that's what I call it. Um, oh, gosh, <laughs> that's the that's going to be the episode title right there, the Liberty uh, Zone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ireland because of a modest proposal. I like eating babies. Oh, oh gosh! Oh, that Kevin, was the I, point. I think that you need to elaborate make. on that for our listeners who don't know what the modest proposal is. <laughs> a modest proposal is a uh, satirical pamphlet by uh, oh gosh, what is his name? Swift. Thank you, Jonathan Swift. Swift. I just wanted to keep saying. Was he George an Irishman or was he just an Englishman who doesn't like Irishmen? No, he was an Irishman living in England. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so he knew all the all the more that we should eat them, right? And so he was like, "Listen, people are starving in Ireland. Here's a solution: eat babies." <laughs> and that's pretty darn smart. Yeah, so, I mean, does anyone have a, a valid counter argument to eat e- eating babies? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I don't whatsoever. All right. Well, Ireland. Right. Where do you think those ribs come from? Um, Riblets. I see. I'm gonna go ahead and say Scotland, because they got the caber toss, and Ireland's got the P.S. I love you guy, who is just gonna go around dying and leaving notes everywhere and making every man inadequate whose lady love ever sees that movie. She's gonna be like, "Why can't you die and leave me love notes?" And you just have to be okay with that or move on. And or you're the friend who gets left in the dust down at the baseball field. None of it's a good situation. So how many times did you watch that movie? Uh once. It was very emotional. Zachary Bailey, thank you so much for your question. And next time you got to choose between Scotland and Ireland, just go with them Scots. Like they're they're not gonna let you down. Um, I I, I would just like to say as as a final dissenting opinion, um. St. Patrick's Day. Scotland doesn't have a holiday where Kevin, everybody drinks. We discussed St. Patrick's Day. Scotland doesn't Day have a holiday where episode. people or people throw bricks through windows and generally become hooligans. So I think that's I think that's a good thing. Oh good point. Hooliganism. Greatest thing on earth. Irish, more hooligans. I Done. think that's more of an English problem. Our next question comes to us from Eric Anderson. Thank you very much, Eric, Mr. who wants to know, rocket scientist or brain surgeon? Go. Um, One versus the other. Well, hmm. ladies want the brain surgeon more because, like, women love doctors. No, nah, I'd but... say women love I'd doctors. See, the thing is, the thing is, the brain surgeon, he's going to get inside your head. Literally. Literally. He's going to reprogram you. He knows all about your, your bits and your bites and your inner workings. And he's going to use that to his advantage. Whereas the rocket, Whereas the rocket scientist, scientist... He's going to blow you away. Nah, he's just going to go and... He's not even going to do anything. Fly the US has me to the their, moon their rocket program. let me play <laughs> That is true. Stars. He could use that song. What, what's the brain surgeon song? Uh, under your skin? Under my skin? I've got you under my skin, specifically my brain. You kind of have to add that one in. So I don't know. It's a, it's a little bit more of a stretch for a brain surgeon. With rocket scientists, they're, you know, a lot of the time they're just kind of sending up probes and things like that or satellites. Every once in a while you have some, you know, some human lives in your hands. But that's, you know... That that's few and far between. Whereas a brain surgeon, if he messes up, then you're out of here. 
Like you're 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 a vegetable. Hope hope you love it. Hope you love being a a, a human cucumber. Hope you being a a vital part of a balanced breakfast. Come on. Right. I mean, that's more. Yeah. Can't get can't start my day without a nice cucumber. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> see, I don't know. I, I feel like the uh, the rocket scientist is always just going to promise you pipe dreams. You know, like, yep, we're going to make it to Mars. We're going to do it. Definitely. Don't worry about that. Um, and then even if we do, which we won't, uh, then you're just going to have an alien type scenario on your hands. And there's going to be stuff bursting out of your chest. And, and that was all that, his fault. Will you need that brain surgeon to get the alien out of your chest? Is that what Nope, because you're... you're already going to be dead. Also, it's in your chest, and not your brain. Yeah, yeah. Not, See, it's not a chest the, surgeon. The brain surgeon is a little too specialized for me. Like, if I get a chest cold, he's not going to be much help to me. Well, he could reprogram your brain so you didn't think you had a chest uh, cold. Kevin, my, my brain is not a computer program. Not yet. But with the brain surgeon's help... No, no, he's not a brain. He's not a brain computer programmer. He's a surgeon. He just cuts open your head and pokes around a little there with his knife. I think we just don't know what a brain surgeon does. I think that's the problem. Well, that is that's a point against brain surgeons. Takes it out and juggles it. What does a rocket scientist do? Yeah, what are they hiding? He makes rockets. That's it. That's awesome. Rockets are cool. Downside to rocket scientists, you. All, all we want is Star Wars, but they just keep giving us, uh, like, rocks with bacteria in them. Come on. They've yeah. had their chance. Yeah, you we've know, had what? They're going to step up their game and bring us some TIE Fighters. Yeah. When did, when did the original Star Wars come out? 1979? Well, hold on, hold on. Counterpoint. We've had, we've had, like, 40 years. Counterpoint. For brain surgeons, all we want is the Matrix. Why can't I plug in and know Kung Fu? Actually, I don't. I don't the want Matrix? the Matrix. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> Who wants to become a, a battery? No, well, I don't want to be a battery, but I want to be able to just life. download all my education instead of having to pay, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to, you know, get diplomas. Why not just, you know, hook up to a machine? Boom! I know, uh, I know how to fly a helicopter. So you just want a USB drive? Is In the back want. of my head, yes. And, and you're falling. And the them brain for surgeon not has that. not given me my USB drive head upgrade. Well, maybe that's because the brain surgeon and the rocket scientist need to collaborate. What if we made and brain rockets? Rockets? You're getting dangerously close to sprockets at that point. And, and nobody Stanley, wants a jet Mr. Stanley is nobody, nobody, nobody horns in on Stanley. Stanley Tucci is out. just going to come after us and throw us in the Hunger Games, and then we're oh, all going to be in trouble. Nobody wants that. Now... I liked where Kevin was going before. Let's explore this venue a little on bit. On a rocket? Say a rocket scientist and a brain surgeon are in a bar, and they're both competing over the same lady. Who's going to win? I think brain surgeon every time. Because a rocket scientist... Because Okay. A brain surgeon, presumably, took his career to, to meet women. Because there's no other reason to be a brain surgeon. It's gross. That's a good point. It's the brains are sticky. It's Other a than lot of to be able to say that it is in fact brain surgery, right? Well, that is this is brain surgery, <laughs> but that joke is gonna get old after you know the first four hundred times that you say. And it. Plus, so, it's, it's the same for the rocket scientist. So what that he took this his ain't job. rocket science. Oh yeah, oh, no, but, but it is. But the rocket scientist did not take his job to meet women. He took that job because he knew that there was no chance that he would ever meet any women, so he has to design <laughs> spaceships that look like women. So they can find space women. Right. So that he can convince space women that he's a, a dynamo. Um, so a brain surgeon is going to be worlds ahead of him in pickup lines. Um, you know, in, in, in the the delic- rocket scientist will literally be worlds ahead of him. Though. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin, see, your brain surgeon might be ahead at that point in time, but when the asteroid comes to destroy the planet Earth and the rocket scientist has to go pick up Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck to go take it out, you know, after after he successfully blows up some, the asteroid, some sweet kissing. Who is going to get all of the ladies? The rocket scientist and the brain surgeon is just like, I've got the scalpel. <laughs> um. 
but he didn't save the world. There's much less world-saving potential as a brain surgeon. You, you'll save a few people, but the rocket scientist, what if, what if humanity finally, like, whoops, we have actually destroyed the environment. The Earth is going to totally to pits. We need to climb into a rocket. Yeah, Wally situation. World. Yeah, Wally. We gotta we gotta Wally out of this. Uh, so we build a rocket. We go into space. We we live. Whereas a brain surgeon, he can only help people with brain problems. No, but again, if Wally zombie outbreak, Kevin, brain surgeon might be pretty useful. I've yeah. got a perfectly healthy brain at the moment, so I have no need for the brain surgeon. But here's the thing. You brought up Wally, and everybody knows that from Wally we learned that it was really the power of love that we needed all along. Um, and a brain surgeon's got that. Again, he? he's better with those ladies. No, he has a brain. He doesn't have a heart. He's a tin man. I, I think we're mixing movies and metaphors, because I'm getting confused. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got a, a brain surgeon... He's got all those degrees and diplomas on the wall. Where's that rocket scientist diploma? It's in a drawer somewhere. There's a PhD, there's, Kevin. Uh, there's ranch dressing on it. He, uh, he spilled uh, buffalo sauce uh, all over his no, doctorate. Because no. he was did playing Halo. Mr. Did Mr. David Bowie sing any songs about brain surgeons? I don't think so. Yeah, but Kevin. He was all about that ground control and Major Tom. Kevin, how many songs about brain surgeons have you ever heard? How many songs about building rockets have you ever uh, heard? I believe Elton John penned Sky a number rocket called Rocket Man. Afternoon delight. See, but no, but those yeah. are astronauts. See, now you're debating astronauts versus brain. No, no, Rocket Man clearly refers to a man of the rockets. Or no, he's, yes. he's talking about scientist. a man who is blasting the space. Fun fact, most astronauts are also rocket astronaut scientists. Because they got to get up there and scientist the rockets. I think I think you are widely overestimating what a rocket scientist can do. Kevin, he's drawing, all you he's have crunching is numbers. Weird Al Yankovic's parody of Madonna's "Like a Virgin, Like a Surgeon." That's all you have. That's all I need. If if I needed one song for the rest of my life, it would be that one. And I think any reasonable person would pick that. Um, because. A ro- yeah, a rocket scientist is not going to be the guy going up there because he's got no he's got no leadership. He's got no gumption. So he's going to build your rocket, and then nobody's going to be there to pilot it except for that daring dude brain surgeon who just has enough cojones to do something that he's wildly unqualified for. But he did mm-hmm. stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Exactly. What? Uh- all right, let's go ahead and take our final votes, Jordan. Uh, I am a rocket man, Kevin. Uh, if we were debating uh, the Rocketeer versus brain surgeons, I would I would do that every time because hey, you know, you know somebody designed that jetpack, Kevin, a rocket scientist. No, he designed it himself. Well, that makes him a rocket scientist. I don't think it does. He doesn't have a degree. Oh, you don't need it. You were just saying, "Oh, well, where's all the rocket scientist degree? He doesn't have any." So no, I didn't say he didn't have any. I said he he stuffed it in a drawer and spilled ranch dressing on it because he has no social skills. Mm, that's a good point. The brain surgeons got them framed and put up in an office with a golf club. Man's a man of class. He's got bourbon in his office. What does the rocket scientist have? Uh, He's got a two-liter amount of brain surgeon operating on my head, so I am even more firmly going rocket scientist. Everyone knows that the drink of choice of rocket scientists is Tang, and that's pretty great. <laughs> pretty in just baller. about any combination. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and go with the rocket scientist. Yeah. Still like they've you guys you guys have been disappointing recently, but I'm still waiting for like. Tie fighters and lightsabers and all that jazz. I wanna, I wanna be able to say that's no moon, and <laughs> it actually be a space station. So get on it, New Gingrich. Get back in the race. So, thank you very much, Eric. Next time you have to choose, uh, go ahead and decide to become a rocket scientist, which I think you already have. Um, 
He's actually in rocket science school. So, well, I hope you're, you go. I hope you're okay with. I hope you're okay with not meeting any ladies. Uh, he's married. Because you're getting married. You are married. Yeah. Well, you're not <laughs> getting right. any more ladies then. So I hope you're okay with that. Yeah. I hope you're okay. Our last with this question one. is from CJ Zimmerman. Thank you, CJ, who wants to know bronies versus trekkies. Go. What? This isn't even so, a question for me. Like, if you did My insert, Little Pony if you, enthusiasts versus Star if Trek If you did fill in the blank versus bronies, I will take fill in the blank any day. Like, you could... Oh, man, like, if you threw out Nazis versus bronies, I would have to seriously consider Nazis. Uh, I, I think that's taking it a little far. What, it, what is a brony? A brony is a young adult male who believes in such tenets as friendship, magic, unicorns, and, like, baking, I guess. And Wait, what? I, is talking, that a real thing? Bronies are just, it's just a cover-up for people who are afraid to admit that they're furries. That's all it is. Wait, so it's, Kevin, it's, it's boys creator... that like horses. Is that what you're saying? And it's a show for young women. And it's a good show for young women, but there are like 20 through 40 year old men who have also become very emotionally attached to this show and they call themselves bronies and they put up like posters and stuff. Why is that? Why is that a thing? Why is that a thing? So wait, what was it? It was bronies versus what? Trekkies. Trekkies, Um, which are pretty obnoxious. Hold on. No, trekkies are good wholesome people they are very much like the rocket scientists we described in the past uh past discussion they they might have a little might have a little trouble with the ladies they have a lot of trouble with all social interaction but there are lady trekkies so leckies they can well they're they're a lady my little pony enthusiast too but they are the yeah but those are just those are little girls those are little girls I don't know. I I see in the Wikipedia page there is there is a girl who who looks to be of about twenty years of age who is cosplaying or cosplaying. I don't actually know how to pronounce it as uh, the character Rainbow Dash from the show. So there you go. I would always much rather see someone with the classic jumper with the little Starfleet insignia on it than I would see anyone dressed as any kind of unicorn well I'm here's the sure. thing i don't know what occurs in each episode of my little pony colon friendship is magic friendship and magic no friendship is magic that's all uh oh well that's i mean that's pretty so, great right? if friendship occurs then by transference magic also occurs. right okay well that makes sense um but i know what happens in every star trek episode which is a very boring and heavy-handed discussion about morality and ethics and possibly about the merits of speed limits in space. Kevin, and that is intolerably Kevin, boring. So you're saying you don't care about morality or ethics. What are you, a nihilist? Uh, no, I do. I'm just saying that that's every episode and it's always really boring. Well, and, maybe, and Deep Space Nine is unwatchable. Maybe Kevin. No, Deep Space Nine's got the Ferengi. Yeah, man. What? No, it's terrible. It's it's horrible discussions about international trade. Is it because the captain is black in Deep Space Nine? No, it's because all the Klingons are just sitting around and talking. Who brought us the song? Yeah, the best. I heard I heard him give a speech once at an acting conference. He was fantastic. Wait a minute, was I there? You were there. What? You saw what Benjamin Sisko. What was he talking about? I don't even remember. He did like a bunch of Shakespeare. Really? He was um Yeah, he was Othello in junk. Oh, I do remember that. I remember I remember wondering who he was at the time. And I still kinda <sighs> do. Um But No, it's not Sisko has nothing to do with this. Janeway, terrible captain. Terrible actress. Um, oh, but hold, what um, about? But what Kevin? about the reboot? What about Captain Jean Luc Picard? How are you gonna? Are you gonna come up against? You going to 
I, I, I will take the name of Patrick Stewart. I, I will take your Jean-Luc Picard, and I will raise you a Fluttershy. No, a shy Pegasus you. pony no who is fond of animals. This is not even an argument. <laughs> or, or perhaps Pinkie Pie. The saddest thing is knowing that Kevin's going to go and watch like this the entire first season you, of this. You yeah. better believe it. If he does, Kevin, Hold I'm on. afraid our friendship is null and void. <laughs> Hold on. Is this magic a... will be gone I, from you. I have to know if this is Friendship is magic. The magic being that as soon as you watch that show, our friendship is gone. That is the magic. Yeah, I hope you're hope you're enjoying the final episode of this podcast, listener. Um, Guess what? I don't know, but the reboot, the Star Trek reboot, it's, was so good. It's on. It's on Netflix in the old instant watch. Ah, uh, here it comes everybody. Oh man. Not um, I mean, what's wrong with friendship and magic? That's all I'm saying. Uh you can see Kevin, a much you've never better model of friendship and magic. On, like, Spongebob or Avatar or any number of cartoons that are, like, super good. As opposed to, you know, I'm, I'm fine with the lady folk, you know, enjoying their enjoying their show for young women. I'm glad. I think there's too much male-centric cartoons out there. But just, like, I, don't, I can't get behind these old dudes who are, like, fawning over these ponies. I hope you, I hope you know, and I hope it's encouraging, hey, that, that there is fun. a brony really con. In New York City. That is not encouraging. That is the opposite of encouraging. That's discouraging. BronyCon is... All of the courage has left me. ...is held every three to five months, solely dedicated to the animated show My Little Pony Friendship. Three to five months? Yep, every... So not even once a year? Nope, it's multiple times a year, which is just fantastic. Oh, gosh. I I don't want to live in a world without without bronies and without my little pony friendship is magic because after after the the 10 minutes you've spent with it yes you already can't let it go i won't let it go because it stands for uh america and freedom kevin and friendship and you magic are basing your entire argument on the show's title no i've seen the characters and they are very colorful and uh, they look like they're having a lot of fun, and that there's friendship between them, and possibly magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what about what about like Star Trek gave us Sulu and Scotty and Bones? Yeah, without and Star Spock. Trek, like these are we would not characters. have George Takei's wonderful Facebook stream of punny little internet images. <laughs> We might not even have George Takei. Oh my. That's oh my. Wait. Oh, have you guys seen? Sorry. All right. I will switch. I will switch to Star Trek only oh, for this good. reason. Oh, only for this reason. Oh. Um, have you guys seen the, the uh, um, social security ads that the U.S. government commissioned? Uh, the, the, the YouTube ads that the U.S. government commissioned for social security uh, starring George Takei and Patty Duke. No. Because they are marvelous. Just go to YouTube. Can you give us a lowdown on, on one of them? What, are we, what do we have to expect? Um, well, you can expect a lot of instructions about how to uh, receive your Social Security benefits, especially online. Uh, some great Kirk puns and some terrible acting by Patty Duke. Uh, <laughs> and, and... They're both wearing Star Trek uniforms, and there's a really poorly, uh, poorly animated and poorly budgeted fake uh, Starship Enterprise behind them, all green screen. <sighs> the greatest ad campaign of all time. Patty Duke wasn't Thanks, even in Star Trek. What? She Patty wasn't... Duke? Yeah, no, but she's somebody that old people know. Oh, all right. <laughs> so. Am I correct in assuming that we're all for Star Trek then? Very narrowly. I would also, I just want to throw out one more pro for Star Trek uh, Trekkies because Star Trek, uh, I believe Star Trek 5 or Star Trek 4, the movie, I can't remember which one. You'll have to, you'll forgive me for that, but uh, featured a 
gosh, she was like 50 or 60 when it was filmed. A 50 or 60 year old Lieutenant Uhuru, uh, Uhura stripping to distract aliens while the rest of the crew snuck by. And it was that, hilarious. That is, that's horrifying. Hilarious and no, horrifying that is the way to and solve any situation. Wonderful and terrifying all simultaneously. Jordan, that is almost swaying me back to my little pony bronies. <laughs> and so thank you so much, CJ, for your question. Go ahead and throw your boat in with those Trekkies. And that is all for our episode today. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to send us in questions, because uh, we we still need them. We still need them. You can shoot an email to ninjasverses, that's V-S, no period, podcast, at gmail.com. You can get us on Facebook, Twitter, both the Ninjas vs. Pa- uh, podcast title. You can hashtag NVP on Twitter. We're doing our best to keep on top of those, but it's hard because no one really interacts with us That's on just there. as well because by uh, where Tyler actually means I, but him, not me, me, me. but him. Um, or you can get us on Formspring if you'd like to be on Nominus with formspring.me slash ninjas versus podcast. Thank you so much to Sparrows and Crows, who does our outro, Ultraviolet Bliss, which if you have a chance, check out that Sparrows and Crows website, Eric Toribio, T-O-R-I-B-I-O, whose side project, Sparrows and Flows, a little uh, rap album, has just come out with its uh, second CD. So head over there and give that a free download. Also, if you send in questions, remember to identify which Pokemon you most oh, uh, identify Elise with. Oh, did that. She is a Vulpine. Yeah, I saw that, and that was awesome. You mean a or Vulpix. Ninetales, right? Vulpix or Ninetales. Vulpix, whatever. Um, so thank you, Elise. Also, another option, if you want... Might want to look at that. Might want to get that amputated. <laughs> if you want... You can submit which My Little Pony Friendship is Magic character that you most identify uh, with or enjoy. And I will not respond to any of your questions. If and you I will absolutely, you will be my favorite fan, which was a, a place um, previously occupied by somebody, and I can't remember who it was. Murph Murphy. Murph Murphy, there, <laughs> yes, there it is. Thank you, Murph. Murph, please don't be a brony. That would break my heart. Murph, the only way that you're going to retain your favorite fan status in my eyes is if the next question you send in you tell me which my little pony friendship is magic character you got because if anybody else does it before you i'm just saying it's gonna be them (laughs) and thank you to animal tropical for our intro song 20 miles and so we're gonna ask one more question keeping with the ninjas versus style speed round Ninjas versus My Little Pony. Go. Ninjas. As I said earlier, anything versus My Little Pony is going to go anything for me. So, ninjas. For that reason. Uh, I'm going ponies because they got the power of friendship. How's that going to beat ninja magic? (laughs) Friendship beats all magic. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm going to go with ninjas because no matter how much friendship you have, uh, ninja sword is still going to hack you in half. It's going to cut right through that rainbow and it's going to like... Oh, but Tyler, strike them down and they will become more terrifying than you could possibly imagine. Yeah, because they're (laughs) animated. (laughs) We need a Robert Robert Rat... Roger Rabbit type situation here. We also need a, Ro- a, a, a Robert Redford type situation, which is what I think you're about to say. <laughs> exactly. So, as ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time. Right into the Liberty Zone. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you saving that one up? all episodes uh, thank you Kenny Loggins for for capturing Making the American the zeitgeist of the 80s so don't well. have a summer so party um, where we dance out in the sun we're gonna bounce and shake our bodies and we'll be dead when we're all done 
Tired from all the fun and games We'll hit the ground Let the grass scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss Because Mr. Incredible has people that do make him clothes, and the Hulk doesn't. The Hulk so the Hulk's eventually the Hulk just going to go nude and look like an idiot. He's beautiful, Kevin.